Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Only Linda Pollock. Linda. Hiya. Oh, can I say how beautiful you look? Thanks. Absolutely gorgeous. What have you done to your hair, my love? Well, it's what I've done to my hair, all right. I went and got it done. Oh, that's and good. I took a picture in. Yeah. And I came out with something very similar to the woman sitting in the chair next to me. What was that? A different picture. What was similar? Three saggy tits. No? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> you know, like... Wait, Every wait. time I play that, I see you wince. I'm sorry. Go on, carry on. I've only got two saggy tits. <laughs> I find it insulting. That's right. Um, you know in the coronation when you saw Camilla... Yeah, talking about which, go on. And yeah. her, and her, like, I like him, Camilla. I think he's great. <laughs> I think he's... And her, like, uh, not bridesmaids, but, you know, the two women that look like decoys. Coronation bitches. Yeah. yeah. Them. One was her sister, fair enough, one was her mate. Yeah. But they look like they've been to my hairdressers, basically. You all come out <laughs> the same, regardless of what picture you take in there. What did you, you take in? They do barbers, don't they? They go, can I have this? And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you come out with exactly the same cut as you did last well, time. Well, if you go to my barber, you, you clearly, from the pictures, you're only allowed to get something from about 1981. <laughs> Uh, with a buffon. With a buffon, a mullet or something. <laughs> so what did you take in and what did you come out with? I a picture of um, the late, great Christine McVie in her rich days, not when she was, okay. um, you know, heavily And it came out like Mick Fleetwood? It did a bit, yeah. Oh, Christ. So I went home and what happened is, this is the thing, because I've been watching a lot of YouTubes. Right, go on. I follow a guy on there who tells you how to sort your hair out. Brad Mondo, he's called. Right, go on. And the great Brad Mondo had put in my mind that I needed something called a thinning shear. Have you heard of them? Oh, I think I know it. It's really, really long and thin. A thinning shear, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a pair of scissors, but they've got like combs I know, in the blades, I know it, right? I know it, yeah. So I thought, right, she's not done it as shaggy as I want. Right. I'm going to shag it up myself. Right, go on. And I took to it with the thinning shears and I just thought a bit more, a bit, bu- bit more, a bit more. Yeah. And then I looked down in the sink and honestly, it looked like one of the cats in there. It was loads that I took out. But I'm not sorry because I've now got the haircut I wanted. You managed to do that yourself? Yes. Well, to... Because I'm not fussy. The hairdresser. <laughs> but to our very own Vidal Sassoon... Well done, love. And thank you, Brad Mondo. You look $100. You really do, oh, my uh... darling. Now, look, thank you so much for everyone who sent so much. They do, they do love us, don't they? They're so nice to us. People write in. They say all sorts of lovely things. I think things. some of them might be trolling us, but... Some of them might. Yeah. This came in this week. Okay. Hey, Clinda. Oh, 
Do we like that? No, I don't like it that. It sounds like something you might Good catch. Good try. Yes. I've got to touch a clinder. I've got to touch the old clinder. I love you two. Like, the Pope loves laying cables in the woods. Makes no sense. Again, we don't matter. Don't want that, mate. quite offensive. <laughs> anyway, you mentioned a while ago about sending you sounds that remind you of other things. Yes. Mentioning the sound when you plug in your phone, sounding like a tune I can't remember, but I'm sure you'll finish us with a track. Do, 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 uh, Kingston Town, when right. I plugged in my, my ba, iPhone. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, go on. Right, it's just the first note, right? Well, I have an earworm in the form of a conduction hob, Steady Ruth. I think they're called induction. I don't know what this person's trying to get at. When I turn it off, it makes this noise. All right, let's listen to this noise. Got it? Yeah. And every time I hear it, I pipe up with... Has only got one <laughs> ball, the other is in the Albert Hall. I can't help it. I didn't want to stray into the Hitler domain, but there it is. A political correctness gone mad. Goodbye, see you on tour, and I'm hoping my grammar is up to scratch. Well, you know what, Catherine Pitstone, you've done all right. Let's have a little listen to that again. Has only got one ball, is in the Albert Hall. Thank you for that contribution. <laughs> Please, anybody, if you've got anything that sounds like anything, and yeah. and, and also the old, we do like the old um, buskers, the yeah, old buskers. The buskers. We like the buskers. Time now to hear from Nick Clark, who's a wonderful comedian who I met last week at a charity event in Wolverhampton. Have a listen to this. Backstage at the Cleveland Arms, where I asked him to tell me his spooky story. My story, yes. Yeah. Yes. Now this is this is how it happened. Now this sounds like I've had a drink or I've had right. been pissed or yeah, and I don't drink. Or right? Some sort of breakdown. No, no. no. I did afterwards after the event. Okay. I almost did. Go right? on, go on. Big, so, big, big introduction to this one. It better be bloody good. Yeah, this was a Halloween night and I was at a Halloween party. Yes. Right. Now I like yourself. Yeah. I am genuinely quite a spiritual person. Uh, right. Very. They don't come more spiritual. Me, the Dalai Lama. Absolutely. All of those people. I, je- I yeah. definitely. I believe and everything Tommy else. Cannon. Absolutely. Yeah, so anyway, someone at this Halloween party, the, yeah. the party started to take a bit of a low, right? right okay. Yeah. And someone suggested, this is on Halloween, right. going on a Ouija board. Going right? on a Ouija board. I've never done it before. Right. Purely because of my own faith or anything like that. It's not something that I've dabbled with and no. I've seen the exorcist, right? Well, yeah, everything inside me said, said no, no right. don't do it, right? Okay. But then I thought, well, okay, it's going to be a bit of fun. And that's yeah. so, so I stupidly agreed to do it. Very silly, right? Nick. 100%. Very, very silly. I Hold could have told you up. that. Yeah. Hold right. my hands up. So they set this Ouija board up, right? And you set it up. I didn't set it up. Oh, right, okay, right. right. Someone set this yeah. Ouija board up. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't have part of it. And it was all the alphabet. If you've seen a Ouija board, it's the alphabet. It's yes and no. And I know the Ouija board. A, yeah. And they had a glass in the middle. Yeah. Right? And it was on a glass coffee table. Right. On the glass coffee table, it was quite a large glass coffee table. Yeah. There was two sort of um, cast iron candelabra things that hold candles. Yes. Right, yeah. Yes. That sort yes. of, that I was know. the setup, right? So anyway, um, they've started. Now I thought, all this is an absolute load of bollocks. Nothing's yeah. going to happen, right? right? Oh, oh, no. You naive. <laughs> you naive right. fool. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. right? I thought, okay. Well, anyway, they started asking questions, Spirit. right? Spirit. The, oh, no, the, the, the people there were asking questions. Yeah. Is anyone, anyone there? Yeah. That sort of thing. So, um, anyway, the glass started to move, yeah. right? And I thought, what a load of shit. Someone's pushing it. Someone's yes. pushing yes. this glass, yes. right? All of a sudden, 
right? There, there, there was genuinely an Italian guy there. One of the guests at the party right. was an Italian guy. Yeah. His first language was Italian. Yes. Right? Now, I will never forget this. We're going back about 20 years now. Yeah. One of the words that was spelled out, yes. someone said, is anyone there? And one of the, the... People were, like, sort of spelling it as the letters were being said. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And it spelt the word Anono. Right? Yes. Now, I haven't got a clue what this was, but I'll never forget it now. Right? This Italian guy pipes up. He said, oh, that's granddad in Italian. Right. right? But he was the only Italian-speaking person there. Oh, okay. And he was at the opposite side of the glass, so he couldn't have been pushing it. Okay, so all of a sudden now, I'm thinking, oh, fucking hell, what's, what's going on here? Yeah, right? Yeah. So then they're asking questions. Yeah. And the glass, I'm not kidding you now, Clinton. Go on. It started moving. Look, you could barely hold on to it. Oh, my right? God. How many people had their fingers on? There were about, uh, let me just count them up now in my head. There was about eight. But well, presumably right? the Italian bloke didn't. He had his hands in the air surrendering. But, uh, the thing is, this glass coffee table, yeah. right, it was actually a rectangular shape. A rectangular, yeah. So yeah. this meant that yeah. when the glass went to the one side of the table, yeah. the people sitting on the other side, they couldn't reach the glass. They were just, like, sort of out of the reach. So they, they and were yeah, literally... And it was, they were, like, sort of following My it. My God, right. Right, yeah. So anyway, the glass started going crazy. Crazy, right? yeah. Spelling out all sorts yeah. of things, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I asked a few questions. And when I asked the question, the glass, it went berserk. It was moving, like, left. I thought someone was pushing it and yes. I deliberately tried to push it away from it I didn't stand a chance right. I was yeah. a pretty fit guy back then yeah. quite so yeah. the glass just came to me right. someone asked the question it seems to be having more of a reaction when Nick asks the question yeah. right? and I thought oh, shut the oh, fuck oh, up oh. will yes, you yes 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 as this person said that, the glass shot to yes. So, um, someone said, shall we have a break? And I yeah. said yes straight away. Yeah. I, I'm ready to leave, yeah. right? Yeah. I was driving, I, want, I did not have a drink Stop. that night. I was sober, I was sober yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, I thought, I've got to get out of here. I don't want to be a part of this right. now. Okay. This has like, gone too far, yeah. Yeah. right? You know what the spirits are like. You of all they people. They can be right, right? bastards. Yeah. They can be right, bastards. So anyway... I'm looking, right, I'm just like sort of thinking and like gathering my thoughts of yes. what I've seen. And I'm looking at this cast iron candelabra thing yes. that's on the coffee table, yes. right? The, the flame of the candle's burning away. I'm just like sort of daydreaming into it, looking at the candle. And they didn't move fast. Slowly moved straight across the coffee table. Yes. On its own. No one was pushing it, right? Yeah. And I said to the, uh, the person oh, the next to Yeah, it just slid across right. on its own. Yeah. No strings, no, no one was there. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. I no strings. The, no, nothing, right? And I said to the person next to it, did you see that? Yeah. And I said, see what? And I said, the, the fucking candle's just moved on its own. Right, And yeah. I, I, I knew I'd be the only one to see it, right? And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, look, look where the table is, yes. right? Both candles are at the other end of the table. Rectangular. Right, at the, the rectangular table. Both yeah. candles yeah. are at the other end. Yeah. I said, no one's moved them, right? right? And then people started accusing me that I've moved the candle. I said, I haven't moved the candle, right? Okay. right? right. Yeah. This, and I said, that was it. That, that's enough for me. Me, right? Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm not doing it anymore. Right. And I was, I, they all said, no, 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 come on, come on. And I, yeah. they had their hands on the glass. Yeah. Right. And I said, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. And um, someone said, uh, are we carrying on or are we stopping? And the glass started to move and slid off the table. And it smashed. Did it, did it, did it move on its own? No, the, no, people had it on, the people had it on, but I didn't have my hands on it. And, and that's sort of where it ended. It that's sort of where it ended. We didn't, we didn't actually get any people who say, oh, we got a definite fixed message from yeah. Bob or whoever, and I know exactly who that was. We didn't, it just, it was more gibberish. But yeah. it was going crazy. It was, it was a bad energy as far as I was concerned. And you 
saw the candelabra move. move, and that is on my on my life on his life. life. I'm looking at him yeah, now, now, virtually in tears. Absolutely on my life. That right. candelabra moved on its own. That's my story, and since then, Clinton. I've got to leave it to people like you, the professionals. People say it's a laugh, it's a joke, no. it's a gift. No, it is a right. gift, it's a calling. And I want to thank you for that, Nick. And thank you for and pointing just, that out. Can I just say... Go on, yes. Right, if anyone's thinking of yeah. having a bit of a go... Yes, right, yes. They should leave it to the professionals. Leave it to the professionals. That's that. Do you want a little cuddle? I do. I no, need we're going to have a cuddle here. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Let that be a warning to you. Thank you. Now, as you know, Linda, um, I have a few problems with some of the people who live here. Yeah, which is why I'm never going to move in. No, this is what happened this week. I had a phone call from a Mr Brown from Eversham's, the managing agent. Mr Brown is someone who I have clashed with before, not least of all when he came to our Christmas party last year, got a bit pissed and ate all our crisps. Regarding the use of your property here in Erskine Court and whether you might be uh, using it for business and not exclusively domestic reason. It's assessing the rateable value of the home. We have to uh, provide the council with details um, so they can um, allocate the correct business rates band to you. And so far, I've got your file here. It's purely domestic, but I'm hearing that you sell goods or services. Uh, Well, I mean, have I got that right? What are you saying? I've got to pay more, is that it? Well, uh, you've got to pay different. Uh, That's how we like to put it at Eversham's. Uh, And it may uh, turn out to be more. I I, I do a podcast from from my residence. I don't remember this being a problem for anyone else. Lots of people do podcasts. Lots of people have someone to come in and help out. Podcasting, well, that's a very popular activity or pastime. um, But it's not not a business. So it could be that because you don't provide an actual business with an actual business outcome, that you may be exempt. Which is good news. How big is this difference in residential rates and business rates going to be, Mr Brown? Well, uh, I'm, that's the next stage, but I've got to assess whether this is a business or not. And I, I'm not trying to be difficult with you, right. Clinton, but I'm not getting a very clear picture. If you do anything more than a bit of tea and sympathy, in which case... Uh, we'll carry on with the protocols that we have. <laughs> it's a little bit more than tea and sympathy. Mm. I know you're determined to charge me more money for, you know, for operating out of my premises. But what I do is a very useful service. I'm a clairvoyant medium psychic. Thank you very much. Um, it may be under recreational activity. Would do, is this something you do for fun? Uh, so, sorry, Mr. Brown. Some of this... Do you know a little bit more in life than just shuffling a few papers together and turning up at Christmas parties and get a little bit too drunk? Some of us actually provide a service, very humane service. 
And that's right. what I do. And yes, it is a business. Yeah, sorry, it is a business. Yes, it's well, a business. It, what it, I do. Is it, a, it is a business. Yeah, it's a business. Here. Yeah, I'm not having it called a pastime, Mr. Brown. Well, you, I, I'm giving you a choice. You've got pastime, you've got recreation activity. I could put it down as a hobby. No, it's not uh, a, a bleeding hobby. It's a calling in life. It's a, it's a calling, sir. Right. Stick me down for the full rate. Okay, well, you are going to pay more, not just different. And quite honestly, Mr. Brown, I'd like to know who's grasped me up. It's someone in the flats, isn't it? Who wants me to pay these business rates, hey? Is it Peter Rawlings from number four? No, it's not Peter Ru Rawlings. Ru Ruth? Is it Ruth Abbott? I'm not allowed to say if it's Ruth. And I'm not allowed to say if it's Irene Harding either. It's bloody Irene Harding, isn't it? No! You do know that, that woman is responsible for uh, blocking up the drains with her wipey wipes. She, never mind my business being a problem, it's hers. Hers blocked up the f***ing stagpipe. Right, I'm terminating this conversation. Thank you for the additional information. Uh, right. I'll let uh, your neighbour know. Right, yeah, oh, that's it. You let her know, and I'll tell you something, you send me all the forms, and I'll fill in the whole lot. And next time you want to come round to a Christmas party, bring your own f***ing crisps! <laughs> Irene! Irene! Get off that bloody organ! Irene! Irene! Who is it? It's me, Clinton! I don't know anybody by that name. Tell her, Derek! Tell her it's Clinton from Clinton. downstairs! Come on! Irene! Oh! Clinton Satanic Baptiste, is it? There's nothing satanic oh. about me! You told Eversham's I'm running a business from here and I've got to pay increased rates now! <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's, what have you got to do? I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear that. You know bloody well what you've done. You've told Eversham, you told Mr Brown at Eversham's that, that I'm operating a business and now I've got to pay increased rates on the flat. <laughs> it's got to pay increased rates. It's got to, how much more have you got to pay I don't, for your filthy devilish ways? They're not filthy devilish ways. You've got to bloody cheat, you have. The coming of the lawless one is by the activity of Satan with all power and false things and wonders. Romans 12, 2. <laughs> Stick that on your 15%. <laughs> Don't touch that, Rick. <laughs> you're, 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 you're an evil old bag, you are. An evil old bag. I'd rather an evil old bag than a dirty goat. Right, okay, thank you. Derek, Derek, make a, make a run for it. Derek, make a bloody run for it! I'm not allowed. Derek, if you step off that tissue again, I will not be responsible for my actions. Stick the mask, stick the mask on, walk away from the door, go and lie down in the bedroom. Oh, yes, we've got to clean you. I'm going to wash you with a stick. I, I, I'll have you for this, Irene. I will have you for this. You and who's army? Satan's workhorse. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's got to pay extra money, Derek. It's got to pay extra money. Irene! Bloody hell. We turn now to 
more emails, more correspondence. And this is from someone called Jane Dealey, right. who often contacts the show. I'm not sure whether she's just a bit of a social pest or she does actually have some paranormal activity to report. Nevertheless, she came up with this this week. Music, please. This woman has got nothing but time. <laughs> nothing but time on her hands. Have a look at this, because this is spooky. Dear Clinton and Linda, I just had to let you know of some strange goings-on that recently occurred. I was on a video call to my daughter and my grandson, who was splashing water in the kitchen sink. He's only one and a half and the place was soaked. I saw my daughter turn around and look behind her and at the same time a white mist appeared on the bottom left of the screen and drifted to the right going upwards towards the kitchen window. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. My grandson stopped and watched it and then carried on splashing in the sink. I asked my daughter what she turned around for and she said she heard a loud noise behind her. I told her about the mist. The same day, on the evening of about 10.30pm, I was in bed and I saw on my right-hand side something dark drop from the top of the wardrobe onto the floor. It was large in size and no specific shape. I don't have anything on top of the wardrobe to fall. Anyway, I shrugged it off. Later that night, I was in a deep sleep and was awoken by the bed shaking. That happens to you, doesn't yeah. it? Fucking God. I was lying face down and had my face in the pillow. That happens to me quite a lot as well. <laughs> <laughs> I opened my eyes. Sorry. I opened my eyes. The shaking stopped and I could hear a shuffling noise behind me. Have you ever farted yourself awake? <laughs> <laughs> a shuffling noise behind me. I thought someone was adjusting the quilt. Ooh, it's gone all sort of sexy. I stopped and I lay there for a while, not daring to move. Just, <laughs> the, way, just, to just the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I must have drifted off. Yeah, that happens at some point. Because I woke the next morning looking for any signs of anything that had been moved. But there was nothing. Spooky, eh? Kind regards, Jane. I mean... I mean, we're going to speak to Jane right now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Jane Daly is on Zoom now. She sent a lot of correspondence to the show before, haven't you, Jane? Yes, I have, Clinton, yes. Have you got anything to do with your time, my love? Do you think you should get a hobby? I'm looking for a job, so I'll probably need something to keep my um, my hands busy. I think so. You've sent in various things that I've ignored in the past, but this really was. <laughs> to be honest, you put you in the heavily medicated pile, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Uh, Jane, 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 please tell us about this mist. Yes, um, I was on a, a Zoom call to my um, daughter. Yes, we've done all that. And yeah. What did you think it was? Do you think it was a ghost, is my point? Or was the place uh, I, I think I am? so. Because w my daughter tends to have a lot of issues at the house, people calling her name, and there's nobody else in the house. Um, really? Oh, yeah. It, I used to live there, and um, another time, it was not long after my nan's funeral, and we'd got um, a mobile phone on the arm of the chair, and it was a flat arm of the chair. Go on, yes. And as we were talking about my nan... Yeah. ..the phone shot out <gasps> to the middle of the room and just dropped. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Honestly, now, this, this yeah, is, I know. This is good. Now, this is good. I know. Linda was all ready to say to you, oh, there's white steam, it's a bath, that's what happened. Cataracts I was going to go oh, for. Cataracts. Cataracts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hang on. No, Jane, when you say, it sh we just ignore the, the steamy one for a second. Let's just go back to that. A phone, a mobile phone, shot off the arm of the chair. Mm. So, did it, you say it stopped in a straight line and then dropped, like almost at 90 yeah. degrees? Yeah. It, I, I was sat nowhere near it. I was sat at least a seat away. Right. My daughter was at the living room door. It just started moving and it just whooshed to the middle of the room in a straight line, whether right. you believe it or not, and it just dropped. Um, she doesn't believe were it. Were you near a busy road? No. Well, it was. It's a calm road. It's not a busy road. Okay, because I was thinking micro-vibrations might be at the root of this one. Yeah, yeah. If it was a rounded edge, then yeah, but the... the that's about the size of the arm of the chair, and it was in the middle right. and away from the edge. It, you, you sure the phone wasn't on? It buzzed and shot off in yeah. some way. No, no, it, it didn't you shoot didn't just off. just have it on a heavy in, vibrate? No, it wasn't on a heavy vibrate. It was just there, and it was face down, and it just shot off in the middle of the room, and I looked at it, and I thought, oh, my God. And I looked at my daughter, and I said, did you see that? And she said... Yeah, and we both just stood there staring because it's just incomprehensible, really. Is she still living there if it's riddled with this thing? She just ignores it. Nothing nothing like that's happened to her. It was only when I was there, so it's, it's obviously me, Maybe isn't it? It's you, yeah. Jane, that was one spooky thing. And getting back yeah. to the misty ghost during the bath time... What do you think it was? Do you think it was a spirit? Do you think it was the grandmother? What What would you think? I've no idea, but I, I know there are 
things in that house because strange things have always happened. It's like you'll hear someone knock on the wall. No, it's only attached to somebody one side. Yeah. There's nobody, nobody in there, but the knock comes from the kitchen as if it's from the living room mm. and there's nobody else in the house. It's like somebody knocking on the wall. Is it a comfort or does it shit you up? Uh, I'll be honest, it shit me up a few times. Um, yeah. I've been vacuuming there and I saw the dog, because I've got a, a black dog. I Lovely. saw him run behind the settee. Bloody hell. And I, I got the vacuum to scare him with it, because he doesn't like the vacuums. Right. Um, and as I got round and jumped out to the other side of the settee, he was nowhere to be seen. And I thought, well, where's he gone? Yeah. So, yes, lots of strange things have happened in that house. What, was it the dog who bumped against the old lady's armchair and the, the, the phone shot across the room? The old lady's armchair? No, um, no. The, the dogs were over the other side of the room on their beds asleep. Just little things happen a lot that you just ignore them. It just gets to that point where you just ignore them now. It, it's like the uh, thing on the wardrobe, whatever that was, I don't know, but... There's nothing there. and Tell us about that, because Linda has had a ghostly apparition squeezing her arm in no, the I, middle of the night. I think I just bruised like a bitch. No. I think I lay on myself. No, I think that something has squeezed her arm. That's nasty, that. Could it be, you think, that Ooh. maybe there was some kind of entity above your wardrobe? Yeah, perhaps. There was something... It, there's nothing on top of the wardrobe that I've put there. Right. And as I'm reading my book, out the corner of my eye, I saw something drop. Yeah. Um, and it was about this big. Yeah. Um, useless. I'm not sure audio. what that is in man's terms, but it was about that big. That, that's about... What would you say that is, Linda? That's like a school ruler, that. That's about 30 centimetres. 30 centimetres! 30 centimetres, but it was grey. It wasn't black and it wasn't white. Um, and as I turned and looked, you'd expect to hear something if something dropped, but I didn't hear anything. And there was nothing there because there was nothing there to fall. Do you think you should move out of that property? Uh, I'm not... I'm not bothered by it. I'm just really used to it, to be honest. Do you want me to come and have a look and try and exercise it, purify it? I think it needs somebody to cleanse it, maybe, yeah. Okay, well, I let's talk. Let's see if we can come over. I need someone to cleanse my house and all. Well, okay, well, yeah, you, but yeah, that, you're, but that is Especially a shit the That is the set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not even supernatural. That's just because you're a slovenly... Spirits! Right. Jake Daly, thank you very much. Good luck in finding a job or a hobby. If anything else <laughs> happens, all right? Yeah. Please do get in touch with us again, all right? I will do, Clinton. Thank you. All right. Lots of love, my darling. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank Namaste. you. Namaste. Jane there with time on her hat. I'm going to call her Jane Dealey. Oh, really? <laughs> now, I've got to warn you about the next story. Uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying whether I believe this or not. Yeah. But I think even this one, for someone who, who believes in the paranormal, dedicated his life to the bloody paranormal yeah. like me, 
I'm not sure whether this is real can or I, not. Can I draw your attention to the little yellow sticker they've put at the corner of that story? Oh, God, yeah. We pay up to £300. OK, well, this so, is what you're going to get if you offer money. This is in fate and fortune for £300. It might be... It might just be a lot of old nonsense. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. I married the ghost that haunts my house. Please put on the spooky music. Oh, this is by Brocard. Brocard, yes, she's a, she's a paranormalist. We've heard of her before. Yeah, go on then. Here we go. As I walked down the aisle of the chapel, my eyes were fixed on my husband-to-be. Oh, nice. Looking devilishly handsome as ever, I knew I'd struck gold. His name was... Eduardo, spelt with a W for oh, some like, reason. It's like your uh, your fellow. Who's, who's, the, your, who's the guy you go dancing with? Nice foreign name. You mean Emilio? Oh, yes. No, the thing is him? about Emilio is he's real. <laughs> go on. No one saw in him what I saw. For starters, they couldn't see him at all. There you go. There you are. Yeah, you see, unlike other grooms, my other half was a ghost. Really? Our eerie encounter began two years earlier in my home in Oxfordshire. I was lying in bed one night and there was a storm. Then suddenly out of nowhere, I felt a warm sensation in my heart. Sorry, heart, not, not fart. I went all clammy and the warm feeling spread throughout my body. But the room was icy cold. So I sat bolt upright and reached to turn on my bedside lamp, but something grabbed my hand to stop me. Then I heard a voice whisper, I love you. I've been watching you sitting on the toilet. Which they can do sometimes. I felt someone's breath on my ear and a shudder ran down my spine. It was terrifying. I'd had a few paranormal experiences before, such as seeing shadowy figures out of the corner of my eye, but nothing like this. You, you make me feel shaky. The spooky encounters continued and eventually I saw the ghostly figure of a Victorian soldier. I was being sent visions and information. That's how I learned his name was Eduardo, and he was a 35-year-old soldier from the Victorian times, be specific, who died by falling down a well. Oh, what a way to go. Clumsy bastard. Like <laughs> Ian Lee, he did that, didn't he? Who? Ian Lee fell down a well or something. Yeah, yeah, sounds Some, like bollocks. Sounds like bollocks. Go on. He had shoulder-length hair and was extremely handsome. You wouldn't know him. He goes to a different school. <laughs> Over time, yeah. <laughs> our connection got stronger and we started participating in some haunted hanky-panky. Oh. You are a very sexy man. I can literally feel Edward's touch all over my body. <laughs> he gave me incredible orgasms and I didn't do anything myself to trigger it. Yeah, yeah, right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Although I became infatuated with this sexy spirit, in time I saw another side to him. Eduardo showed himself to be quite jealous. If I laid out a somewhat revealing outfit to wear for a night out with my friends, I'd find it ripped up. You make me feel sexy. Or when I attempted to put on some red lipstick, he'd drag it across my face. Oh, the brute! Being a singer and songwriter, and not just a nutcase, I'm always jotting down lyrics. And if I ever wrote a song about another man, Eduardo would rip the pages out. <laughs> Although it was frustrating, I was so intrigued by him and why he had chosen me. After all, we do need some grease for this chair, don't we? <laughs> very creaky. The chair is very creaky, don't worry, I'll sort that. It adds to the spookiness. All right. After all, the connection I had with him was nothing like I'd ever experienced before. Nine months after our first... Don't tell me she got pregnant. Nine months after our first encounter, I got my paranormal proposal. While in bed, asleep, I felt something digging into my cheek. Oh, Christ! Do you like to chase me down, Donut? 
before noticing a floral diamond ring on my bed, which I'd never seen before. Where on earth did that come from, I thought, puzzled. I decided to take a shower, and there I spotted that a message had been written in the steam on my mirror. It read, Will you marry me? Then it hit me that the ring had come from Eduardo, and it was an engagement ring. Oh. Yes, of course I'll marry you, I beamed. Well, who wouldn't? Why not? The whole thing was absolutely bonkers, but our connection was as strong as ever. Many of my... Here's a surprise. Many of my family and friends were understanding, but some were not. And I understood. If you haven't experienced the supernatural... This is true. If you haven't experienced the supernatural, then it's very hard to understand. Were the understanding family, like, going, all right, yeah, OK? <laughs> some, of them, some of them are a bit like you. They just enjoy a piss up, Linda. <laughs> Whatever. We'll go to any celebration of anything. Party, I'm yeah. in. <laughs> you can marry a cheese sandwich, as far as I'm concerned. Let's have a fucking drink. Because of this, I left the wedding guest lift. List, I'll get this. Because of this, I left the wedding guest list to my mystic man. He decided to invite his friends from the spirit world. Well, bloody Alan Freeman on the on the decks for the do afterwards. And I was most intrigued to know who would be attending our special day. But before we could say I do, we needed to find a venue which proved very problematic. Well, it's, it's, it's naughty. For obvious reasons, Eduardo didn't want to get married in a church. Why? Well, he's been buried in one, presumably. However, I'd always loved the idea of a traditional wedding. In the end, we settled on an old derelict chapel that fitted us so beautifully. It was so gothic. But the next challenge was finding someone to marry us. As no priest would. Eventually, we found a wedding celebrant instead, and the ceremony took place on Halloween. I wore a long black dress that I made myself. On it, I'd embroidered the lyrics to the song Haunted, which I wrote for Eduardo. These lyrics also made up my vows. <laughs> I'm laughing. And when I reached Eduardo, I read them out to him, saying, go on. I'm reaching out, screaming for you. You're, <coughs> you're burning in my heart, but I don't see you. Haunted. Ghosted. So alive but already dead. This must have taken a bloody ages to sew on a frock. I'm reaching yes. out. You barely exist. Just give me the digits of a sick exorcist. Um, what sort of wedding vows are those? <coughs> that, that's all you needed. However, my haunted hobby's mischievous nature. Ugh. Ugh. Hubby, though. Oh, yeah, I know I you hate hobby. that hobby. Ugh. My haunted hobby's oh. mischievous... All right. My haunted hobby's... Oh, stop saying it! My haunted hobby's... <laughs> my haunted husband's mischievous nature did end up tarnishing our special day somewhat. Get this. <laughs> when he locked eyes on a certain 1950s blonde bombshell. <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> I mean, it was already as far-fetched as shit from China. <laughs> it's about to get more. Guess who it is who he fancied? Go on. One of the spirit guests to attend was the Hollywood actress Marilyn Monroe. Whoa! <laughs> and Eduardo made a lewd remark about her. The bastard. <laughs> it really bothered me. I just couldn't understand why he was making comments about another woman on our wedding day. Yes, she is one of the most beautiful women of all time, yes. But I was his wife and he should have been focused on me. I was so annoyed that we didn't get freaky under the sheets on our wedding night. She's not taking this seriously. No. As we settled into married life, our relationship remained fiery and passionate. However, Eduardo's brazen behaviour continued and I decided to seek help from a medium for some marriage therapy. A relationship with a ghoul is far from easy. <laughs> 
Eduardo is never as present as I would like him to be. And if we argue and just vanish for days, this is a piss take, isn't it? it is. And then reappear whenever he likes. The medium said that I needed to assert my boundaries more. Well, that's quite right. And just because Eduardo is a ghost, it doesn't mean he can invade my thoughts whenever he likes. Quite right. Although she isn't a trained counsellor, you don't say. <laughs> she can communicate with my husband, so she felt like the right fit for us and the most likely to be able to help us. I also hope she can help uncover why I was chosen by Eduardo, as it's still something that really intrigues me. Don't be intrigued. You're good enough. You're good enough for an imaginary husband. I didn't expect to have, 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 to have marriage counselling so early in wedded life, but then I didn't expect to be married to a ghost either. Is that your willy? Hard to tell if you're invisible, I suppose. <laughs> Despite his temperamental ways, Eduardo and I are making progress. I have no idea what our future has in store, as with a relationship like ours, I have to just take it each day at a time. Quite right. I haven't really thought about having children, <clears throat> as I don't know how that would work <clears throat> for us. <clears throat> Making me feel sick. So for now, I'm enjoying the adventure of our relationship. One thing's for sure, there's certainly never a dull moment with my spooky soulmate. And for more shit, uh, more stories like that, visit brocard.com. I'm here with David O'Doherty. Um, the well, it's wonderful to have people of this calibre on the podcast. And what's more, he's nagging me to speak on this because he is a believer in the supernatural. Hello, David. I I am terrified to be here. Is that is that a good start? That is a very good start. I'll, I'll stop touching that. Maybe you won't be quite so terrified. <laughs> Just tell us the story. We'll leave that alone, that bit. The, my granny uh, comes from an island off the west coast of Ireland called Ackle Island. Very promising. Put the spooky music on, please, Linda. Away you go. Uh... It gets so dark at night. Mm. If there's no stars, you can't see where you're going. You have to feel the road with your hands. Good God. And when I was 15 years old, so no, my brother was 15, I was eight. It was the first time he was ever put in charge of me. Mm. And we went to the pub for our dinner, because that's what you do there. Right. And we were walking back to the house at about 11 o'clock. Right. And it was very, very dark. Yes. And my brother was a bully. Oh, God, yeah. And he ran off, leaving me to make my own way back. Oh, Christ. So I was terrified, but I had to really be a grown-up for the first time. And so I managed to find the gate of our house, and then I knew he was going to attack me at some point. Right, okay. So rather than just let him, I decided to go the long way around the back of the house the wrong way. T terrible mistake. <laughs> I can see where this is... Terrible. Were you on your hands and knees feeling the road way? <laughs> I was feeling the road. After being in the pub, pretty much. <laughs> I was but, eight years old. Well, please. you know, I'm not, I'm, no, that would be racist. Go on, carry on. <laughs> so we get back to the... To, I get to the door. The lights are all off in the house. He was must have been planning to attack me somewhere. Okay. And I have, even though I'm an eight-year-old baby, I have double-crossed him. I've done it. Oh, God. And the door is open. I open it. And... You know, your body deflates. Phew, we did it. Yeah. I put my hand in and I feel over the light switch yeah. the most terrifying thing I've ever... Oh, my God, what? It turns out my brother had run straight home, run his hand under the cold tap and just left it on the light switch, knowing that when the eight-year-old got back, just put his hand on, he would just feel a dead hag's 
cold. That is a stroke of genius, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. In a way. And it's funny because I still, it's almost the pose that I think of my brother in. So I just collapsed on the ground, just... Yeah. Yeah. And he clicked the light on and just had his arms raised like he'd won a stage of the Tour de France. He just stood over me. If there had been any poetic justice, the water on his hands would have caused an electric shock. <laughs> <laughs> he would have shot over the other side of the room, the little bastard. Has he always been like that with you? And is he like that now? Yeah, yeah. He had complete physical and psychological domination over me. Now, it was never violent. He mm. would use the dark arts. Right. You know, okay. he would. He had. He could always find a way of... They do, older brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd write messages to teachers in my homework, you know what I mean? Really? And hand out, and I'd be like, how, that was my brother. How, how is he with you to this day? He, uh, we're very close. Oh, isn't yeah. that lovely? We've come out the other side of it. That's what terror maybe it's a, a love that only terror can bring on ladies and gentlemen let that be a lesson to all of you <laughs> if you've got some sibling that you don't get on with you know it, david is proof that things can turn around can't they? and turn around through a uh, fright through turn around through terror david is about to go on stage talking of terror we're in a massive venue we're about to go on stage so uh, thank you very much it's always been my dream to be on this podcast whatever it is let's let, i'll tell you all about it in a minute thank you <laughs> So much for that. Linda! Linda, what are you going to be up to? Are you starting the new job, but not just yet, is not it? Not just yet, no, but you, uh, you sowed a seed last week about yes. um, sorting out my wardrobe ready yeah. to go. Because, you know, I wear nice clothes, but it's not corporate. So I've been on that vintage website. Right, OK. Um, what is that, please? It's it's for pre-loved clothes, right? So you can get clothes that are quite new. Some of them still got the tags on. Right. Uh, for cheap so I'm going to be having a fish around on there again. Although I do think I bought... Well, of course I don't think that, but... There was a thing I bought. Yes. And it was a proper vintage, like, uh, knitted waistcoat. Right. Much nicer than it sounds. Sounds horrible, pretty but sure it. I'm pretty sure that the former inhabitant is still lingering around it. Why? Well, it stank. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a spooky thing. It just stunk to Yeah, I had to wash it. But, you know, it smelled of like the 70s. Okay. Well, I do need some new clothes because I think you'll agree I always look a bit of a state. Apart from when I go on stage, yeah. when I look... You save yourself for those. Uh, yes, I do. I, save, I give it all to you, people. Well, look, please bring some of your smelly clothes. The haunted garments. Uh, haunted garments next week. Uh, give them a wash first. I don't want to smell them, but I do want to pick up on spirits. Yeah. Maybe I could pass my hand over them and see, you know. Okay, well, I won't be wearing them then. I'll just hand them to you. Just hand them yes. to me. But do do wear something. Uh, <laughs> listen, until next week, thank you, friends. Please keep your letters coming in. But they don't say that, do they? Emails coming in. Please, please don't forget us. Please don't forget. Please still like us. And your um, buskers. But for goodness sake, do please keep, above all, I cannot stress this enough, keep paying for the Patreon because <laughs> it's just keeping us going. Do you understand? Yeah. Until next time. Goodbye. Well, thank you so much for joining us once again. With thanks also to Linda, to Kaz Pritchard, Nick Clark, Luke Zorba, Lizzie Roper, Jane Dealey, David O'Doherty. With thanks to David Brinkworth for the music and for the mighty glow, for the words and for singing us out. <gasps> Take my hand, we're on our way.
see me and Linda and anyone else we can get along performing this very podcast, recording it as live at the 100 Club, 100 Oxford Street, Sunday the 25th of June, Sunday, September the 24th, Sunday, October the 15th, or Sunday, November the 26th. Tickets at wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste's Sunday Sales. And if you haven't had enough of the hard sell, don't forget, I'm doing my first stand-up solo tour for three years, roller coaster all over the country. Tickets at clintonbaptiste.com forward slash tour. Thank you. It was actually a rectangular shape. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading nail.